Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of In the Meantime Podcast, a lifestyle and personal growth podcast for single Christian women over 40 who are actively waiting for a spouse and what that life looks like in the meantime. I still haven't figured out a name for this because uh, I spoke about it a couple episodes ago that I wanted to rename the podcast. Maybe a force over 40. Um, not really sure. I was thinking about fierce, but fierce might sound like it's got a bit too much masculine energy. So if you have a suggestion about what we can name this podcast, then please head on over to my website. It's at rootandcedarco.com and leave me a comment on any of the blog posts and let me know what your thoughts are about naming a lifestyle and personal growth podcast for single Christian women over 40. And I know there are a couple people out there listening to me. You guys have been there from the beginning. I think SoundCloud has told me there's someone in Belgium and a couple people in the United States. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sticking with me this entire time. So let's get down to it. Last week we were talking about, you know, examining our bodies, looking at our weight and trying to get our weight back on track because we function better when we're healthy and we look more attractive to the opposite sex. So what action did you take in order to get to a healthier weight? I know I lifted heavier weights this past week. I went on a nice long walk yesterday. I was really looking at my food that I was eating. Unfortunately, I went over, way over on the points, but that's because I was starving because I was uh, lifting heavier weights and I wasn't really compensating for with the food. So that was my bad this past week, but I did get, you know, in the green and all of the, uh, well, most of, or actually all of one, if you're using the Fit Index app, it shows you all these categories, your weight, your BMI, your, you know, body, that is BMI, body mass index. And actually I can pull it up right now instead of me trying to figure out what in the world I'm talking about, but it gives you your protein, your muscle mass, and the body fat percentage, free uh, fat-free body weight, all of that. And I am green in weight, so I am currently a normal weight for my uh, height of 5'4". I'm 24.9 BMI, 28.6% body fat, and I really want to get down. If you read my blog post from last Wednesday, it'll show you uh, the stats that I had from that day and also where I'm trying to get to. But um, I want to lose mm, maybe another 12 pounds or so, and I think I'll be incredibly fit and ready to go hopefully by the summer. So looking forward to doing that. And what did you do? And let me just uh, do another plug for Weight Watchers. It doesn't really matter which program you go on, just as long as you are actually paying attention to what you're eating and how your body is responding and how your body again um, is responding to your weight loss efforts. So just go ahead and you know check out the website if you want. It's pretty inexpensive for a yearly plan. I'm probably going to stay on it for the rest of my life because I know if I'm not doing daily discipline of paying attention, it's going to fall by the wayside and it's my weight will probably go back up. And I've been yo-yoing all my life. So I'm going to stick with it this time. I'm enjoying the results and I am a nice size eight and almost to my goal weight and my goal size of a size six. So let's go ahead and get on with today's episode. It is going to be, the focus is going to be lifestyle and planning. Now, 
if you haven't noticed, we are already one quarter into 2021. We have nine months left. Time is flying by. So I want to talk to you about what our life is going to look like in the next 90 days. So I used to use Michael Hyatt's 90-day planners, and I went ahead and bought another one and found one that I hadn't used. So I'm going to have uh, planners for the next two quarters. But I know that I get overwhelmed when I create lofty goals. And I love creating lofty goals because I'm just... I'm thinking of this bright, big future, and I'm looking at all these things that I can accomplish, and then I overload myself, and when you overload yourself, you get overwhelmed, and when you get overwhelmed, you halt, and when you halt, nothing gets done, and so what you have to do is take that down to really narrowing your focus down to small chunks in 90 days, and that's what he talks about. My Michael Hyatt is a person in the leadership space. So you might want to check out his website. I will put that link in the show notes. So I have gone ahead and charted out the next 90 days based on my annual goals and what that looks like, you know, over the course of a quarter for the next three quarters, and then what that's going to look like monthly and then daily. And Since his planners start on a Monday and tomorrow is Monday, I'm going to be starting my next quarter tomorrow. So all of the daily disciplines that I want to implement are going to start tomorrow. Luckily for you ladies, the quarter doesn't start until April 1st. So what you can do is take a few action steps. One, you can get a planner if you don't have one, preferably one that's 90 days. That way you can look at a small small chunk of time and you're not going to be focused so much on the large lofty mountainous goal of what you want to do in the year you want to pick three to five annual goals if you don't have goals or if you're not used to goal planning I have picked seven for myself one of them I'm going to be going through a school over the summer so that's a goal that I can knock out it's not something that you know, I have to figure out what I'm going to be doing. I have a program that I'm going to be following, so that would be a little bit easier for me to finish that one goal. But pick three to five annual goals. And then action step number three, break them down to what it would look like in the next nine months. So if you had goals at the beginning of the year and you've fallen off, you can still use those goals. You still have time. You have nine months. Nine months is a long time that goes by very quickly. So <laughs> go ahead and look at those goals, break them down to what they should look like in a period over the next nine months in three-month segments. And that's your next action step four, break them down into three months. What do you want to do in the next three months? And then you can look at a daily breakdown. So let me pick up my goal book real quick. So what I'm going to, I like I said, I picked about seven annual goals, but what I'm really concerned about is... Um, About three of them that I'm going to be looking at that I will spend the most time on because they they are going to require a lot of effort on my part and a lot of tracking. Obviously, one of the goals is to lose a certain amount of weight. I'm already doing my daily habits for that, so I'm not going to track that as much. I can write them into this book, but in terms of these three that I'm going to talk about now, I have to really break them down by chunks. And one of the goals is to uh, read a nonfiction book 
a month. And what I want to do is read 12 books a year, nonfiction. That's one book a month. I'm already up to three. So I'm well on track, but I don't want to get behind because I also want to add some fiction into that as well. So for every day, I have charted out the number of pages I need to read for each of those books so I can make sure I'm finishing them every month. I'm also writing another fiction book. I am a fiction author. I have published a number of books. And so for me to get through writing that book in a timely manner, I have to have a habit of daily writing. And I'm also creating a book coaching program because I'm going through a book coach certification course. And so for my book coaching program, I'm going to be working the steps over the next 90 days in writing this book. That way I can implement the program to new students if you want to write a book, say in six months or less. And finally, the book coach certification. It is a very long process. It was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. There's a lot of exercises, a lot of knowledge to learn. And it's a great program by Jenny Nash. It's one of, I think, the only book coach certification program out there. She's a leader in the publishing space. And so I'm involved in her course. I'm about a third of the way through, but I want to just, I'm supposed to have been um, to do maybe two or three lessons a week. And I think I got through two or three lessons last month. So I just need a little bit more discipline on that, a little bit more focus, making sure I know how quickly I can get through each of these lessons and tracking them weekly. So those are the three goals that I am really going to be focused on daily when I have my daily three goals that I want to accomplish. And I'm going to go more in detail about what goals should look like because we've probably already heard of smarter goals, you know, how you should plan what your day should look like in terms of reaching those goals because you need to break things down into small manageable chunks and that way you can see the progress over time and get that compound effect. And that's what I'm going to be doing for the next 90 days. So it's going to be amazing. I my plan is to have 45,000 words written for my next book in the next 90 days, be almost finished with a foreign language program to be fluent to obviously lost the lose the next 12 pounds and to be so far ahead in the book coaching program the book coach certification program that I will be uh, close to for certification by that point so in 90 days let you know where I'm at and I want to know where you are at so let's go ahead and move on to the scripture reference I think it is very appropriate Proverbs 13 4 the soul of the slugger craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. So what does this look like? The soul is like the very breath of someone, and someone that is sluggish, or the sluggard is sluggish and lazy and filled with desire, and they incline themselves toward what they don't have, but they still don't get it, okay? And the soul of the diligent, again, the breath of the diligent, a diligent is someone who is sharp pointed, who cuts and is diligent and grows fat and is satisfied and filled when they're richly supplied. So the takeaway is, you know, to be sluggish is one who moves slowly or does not act. They're slow to respond or make progress and is obsessed with the end instead of being fixed on the work and thus gaining. And that's what I have been. I've talked about this before. Hopefully this isn't, um, I haven't gone through this verse before, probably because it's been on my mind. And it's one of these verses that 
you really have to remember when you're doing something like planning and charting out your next 90 days and how you want to accomplish goals and if you can accomplish goals. And that really is to, you know, are you taking action and are you doing it diligently step by step? Because again, if you look at the huge mountain that you're supposed to climb, it just may cause you to halt because, you know, you just, you're so fixated on how much work it could be that you feel overwhelmed and you, you're paralyzed. And I know I've talked about this before, you know, what we don't want to do is paralyze ourselves. And in order to do that, we look at the tiny step that's in front of us. We're looking at one step at a time. And that's what we're going to be doing for the next 90 days. So you have just a few days left in this first quarter to chart out a course of where you want to be just for the next 90 days, not the year, just the next 90 days, and how you're going to get there. Small steps, tiny habits, and you can do it. All right, ladies, remember you were Christ's purpose. That's why he came to earth and you will continue to be so until we see him again. So go out there, be purpose, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.